and talk today about some mindset stuff um, because a lot of people do suffer from um, analysis paralysis where they're putting way too much thought into a lot of stuff and they never get started and that's why I did my um, TED talk on where I was talking about done is better than perfect because perfect never gets done and one of the things about when you're launching something when you're um, trying to grow into something a lot of people don't have that mindset going into it where we also suffer from imposter syndrome so we start looking up to people who we feel are successful and we start to say man I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed I'm so amazed by what they accomplished and then we get too far into like a, a, a not really being a fan but we get too far into thinking that it's not possible for us. So, I mean, anything that anybody else can do, I promise you we can, right? We put the pants on the same way, one leg at a time, unless you can jump in there. I mean, you can put them on two legs at a time. You you know, you're a genius or whatever. But, um, no, I said that to say this. Stop feeling like you don't deserve to be somewhere. Stop feeling like you don't deserve to, like, make it because somebody else did it. And they're making it look a little different. I just posted a post in the group where a lot of people are following people online or following all of these coaches, these trainers, these, um, you know, mentors, whoever, anybody that's out there posting, hey, look what I bought, look what I made, look at this, look at that. Um, I've been there, I've done that, right? Um, and I can honestly tell you that anybody, a lot of people are on a, where they, okay, let me, I'm trying to phrase this right. Um, on some money follows attention. Yes, money does follow attention. And I hear Grant Cardone saying that all the time. And I'm not saying, and I'm not, I don't want y'all to think I'm bashing Grant or Ty Lopez or um, the Billy Jean dude or any of them. Um, but I don't want y'all kind of getting caught up into following attention that you don't understand value. And that can be dangerous because now all of a sudden, um, you know, a person do a video in front of a Bentley or a person told you that they made $10 million on, a, on, on with this or on that. Um, but in reality, they struggling, they're, 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 they're hungry and things like that. And then they're trying to get your coaching money, right? Um, and, and that's, you know, I love coaching people. It's one of the reasons I only did for like $2.97, just to make sure people would invest something in themselves. But I want to make sure that you guys do know how to understand like wolves and how to prevent from what I did when I came, you know, because I mean, I had a few hundred thousand dollars to like burn, not really burn, um, but to grow. And once I start getting in a position to where I'm like, man, I got a couple hundred grand I can do something with, I started seeking coaches, started seeking, seeking mentors. And when you're new to something, the first thing that you do is you look at the glitter. You look at something out there that looks good. And then you automatically say, that's what I want. So when I'm telling you guys to like, um, when I did another challenge where I said, follow somebody that you want to model after, follow a coach, follow a mentor, and things like that. I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about find someone that's doing what you're doing already that you like. That doesn't mean somebody out there that's like flashing that they made this or they made that and they're already, you know, living this fake successful life. Um, and then all of a sudden you go into it because it looked good, it glittered, but then you didn't get value out of it. It's not that they rip you off. It's not that they, 
You know, because people always quick to say, oh, I got ripped off, I got cheated, they jipped me, they tricked me. Nobody's tricking you because you're grown, right? But what happened is you went in expecting something based off of their success. Nobody can ever teach you from their success. They can teach you better from their failures to prevent you from failing, but their success has nothing to do with you because you're not going to get all the same breaks that they got. You know how many times all of the uh, successful people who went through all the trials, went through the tribulations, went through um, just catching a break by luck. It, they can't teach you how to get that break by luck. It might not happen for you, but them teaching you from where they failed at, you can probably use that to say, hmm, this is how such and such fail, and this is how I can, how I can use that to prevent. So now when you're launching and when you're growing and when you're positioning yourself, make sure that you lead with value. When you learn from value, but you gotta take that value, you gotta implement it, and then if it doesn't work, then you gotta go learn something else and try it. Stop being information sponges. A lot of people just, they're information sponges. They'll build it up, build it up, build it up from information. And then I heard one lady say, hey, yeah, I learned that from boot camp back three years ago. And I'm thinking like, uh, why haven't you tried it yet? Well, I'm just trying to get more information. So now the information you learned then is way outdated. The strategies are outdated. None of that stuff works anymore probably because your information. And, and so now what you're doing is you're trying to gather all this information from different people and push it all at one time. You might be listening to a coach to tell you not to do something some way and then listening to another coach saying doing it some way and then now you're confused, but then you're trying to do everything that both of those coaches telling you to do and that can actually be damaging to your brand. So now I want you guys to always understand that if your servant's room is bigger than your ego, you're gonna always win. So think about it from this standpoint. If I come out and I word something that, hey, my name is Derek Harper, I'm from here. I didn't always have this, blah, blah, blah. I can actually remember jumping over, you know, um, the hole in the floor to use the bathroom. I can remember coming home from school um, and getting picked at because I had a jaw deformity. The kids tried to beat me up. I had brothers, of course, they were a little older. And, um, you know, but that still, you know, it still took a toll on me to where I made a decision that I was gonna fight and I wasn't gonna let anybody get bullied and anybody get picked on again. So therefore I made a decision to join the military. And after joining the military, I realized I did everything I needed to do there, but my work wasn't done with helping Americans. I joined the military because I wanted to fight for people who couldn't fight for themselves because I knew how it felt. So now, after leaving the military, that's what helped me started repairing credit or started doing this or started coaching because I wanted to make sure that those people who are fighting the bureaus who feel like they don't have resources, who feel like they're the little guy, I want to fight for them. So what I did there is I used my story, my actual situation, my upbringing um, and things like that, showed how it helped me, showed why I'm all in on what I'm doing and how I'm going to use that passion to help the client or use that passion to help the person. So what happens there is it doesn't only make my audience identify with me and understand why I'm doing it, but they can immediately see what uh, I went through, how it can help them, and how I can be the person or the advocate for them. Now, if I come and I post, hey, look at this car, look at this lifestyle, look at this house, look at these boats, look at blah, 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 and then say, hey, you know, credit caused me to get this lifestyle and I want you to get it too. Now, one, 
it's all about them being a part of something. Two is them following attention, right? So the problem is, is when you're flashing the cars and when you're flashing the money and you're flashing this whole lifestyle thing, you're gonna get superficial clients who want lifestyle, who don't care about value. And you can argue with me all you want to. A lot of the people are newer in the industry. I've been around long enough to see people come and go, to see different types of people come into the industry. And I know the ones that last, even if they blow up shortly, um, sometimes if they don't change their model, they don't change their mindset, a lot of them learn the hard way. I did both. I did the, hey, the extravagant trips and all of that, but it, I ended up making way more enemies than I did of people who actually understood value, so I had to change my whole brand around. Uh, the people who've been following me long enough or been friends with me long enough know that when it came to uh, me doing Facebook Lives, man, I bought into the whole freaking, you gotta look the part, you gotta do all of this, and you gotta be superficial. From the people who all did the, the whole TV CEO thing, who, who's been following all these CEOs on TV, right? The problem with that is when I wore a suit on my Facebook Lives, and I was all professional and, and, and try to keep up with the look and the image of what a CEO's supposed to be, I had the worst clients in the world. I had the worst customers um, that anybody can have because they pretty much, uh, you know, they expected a certain thing that I wasn't. And then it wasn't until I just started being me. It wasn't until I started wearing regular clothes. It wasn't until I started um, being happy in who I was. I started actually getting clients who were happy with me. And therefore, I didn't have to go out the way, go out my way to be somebody I wasn't to get the clients. I didn't have to go out there and start saying, hey, look how much money we made and this and that. I can honestly tell you it wasn't until CRC kept you know, and, and I'm not mad at them for this. I mean, I, I guess, you know, it's marketing as, as well for them. But that's when, you know, um, if I can do it over again, I probably wasn't, wouldn't. But that's when they were like, hey, you know, um, we, we want to interview you. We want to, you know, spotlight you and do this. And then they interviewed and then I turned some docs in. Um, and then they started talking about how much I made. And then I realized that when the people knew how much money that I was making, it wasn't inspiration anymore. Um, I became a huge target and I became the, oh, he's arrogant, oh, he's rude. So you notice the underdog is never rude, the underdog is never arrogant, it's always the person uh, that you can actually see the fruits. You can't see, so when they, when they can identify um, with your grind, um, it's inspiration. But when they identify or when they're looking into your success or looking into the fruits, it's arrogance at that point. So just make sure that when you are leading with value, um, you're building a relationship based on information that can actually help change their lives instead of trying to get them to follow your life. I hope I'm going somewhere with this and I'm not just ranting on because I don't have anybody coming. I don't have anybody coming to help us. I feel unworthy of success because I've tried and didn't measure up. All right, say I like that Priscilla. So when you say you feel unworthy of success and you don't feel like you measure up, what success are you trying to measure up to? See, the thing is, is don't look at somebody else and say, oh, they made it. I can honestly tell you, it's not really, I, I, I don't know too many coaches in our industry that that's like really, nah, I don't know, I'm not gonna go there. But, um, so stop like looking at other people and thinking that you don't measure up because of what they put online. Um, because that can be very dangerous, 
that can be very dangerous because you know nobody's gonna say especially i mean you you see new people pop into these groups they make their first hundred dollars and now they're a coach and then now people start looking up to them and start saying oh man coach me this coach me that and then now they're making more money off of coaching than they making off of their actual business that they run and then now they got to go into this false reality that i got to keep pushing this light and i'm successful when they only made a hundred or two hundred dollars in the um in in the business that they working but they have to keep a facade up they have to keep you know um the thing going so that people would actually invest in um to their coaching and things like that um well, I can honestly say me this year, I'm not ever, I mean, nobody will know how much money I've ever, I, I, none of that again. I mean, cause you know, when, when you get hit with uh, being a target and, and you know, everything about being publicly successful is never good. I mean, my thing is if I can do it over again, and, and, I'm, and I hope you guys get this. When you got, and it's not if, when you guys become financially successful in your business, it's nobody's business and I'm gonna say it again when you guys become financially successful in your business is nobody business right um, because you just don't want to become that target that's gonna sometimes cost you more uh, well I mean you know it's kind of like uh, what do they call it um, the cost of doing business with popularity comes its flaws and that's when you know you're probably gonna start getting lawsuits happening probably gonna start getting because when people think you got money you become money instead of value so nobody really respects a rich person um if they think you're rich that's not a good thing because now you know i mean your mom can die and the first thing they're gonna say is oh man you know they got money man you shouldn't be stressful um, you could be going through the biggest depression in your life. They're gonna be like, man, what did you depressed for, man? All the money you got, why? I, I wouldn't be depressed. That's because they put value on money, and that's why people who have money kill themselves a lot or really go through major depression because nobody really understands that money has no factor when it comes to actually mental stability. So the reason why I had to stay focused group is because while I'm helping you guys understand the concept um, of yes, you need to get money. I also want to make sure that you master the concept of um, You would realize also that money isn't important the moment that Because um, it ain't gonna solve your problems when you start going to through mental things So make sure that you focus on you first and get yourself into position so that when the business does start growing You have the mental mental capacity to handle what's gonna come your way You're gonna deal with losing family. You're gonna deal with losing friends. You're gonna deal with losing a whole circle, right? On the come up when you start shining the friends are gonna get bigger, right? It's like oh my god everybody attaches to attention but make sure that you have discernment there so that when you're building it, you're building it from something inside of you that's gonna actually help you keep that money and keep your mindset and keep the peace. Because you'll then realize you'll be sitting on a couple million dollars and it won't it won't mean anything to you because you wake up depressed every day. So this whole stay focused, I want you guys, some of you guys have lost it all. Some of you guys are in the rebuilding stage. Don't give up. Some of us lost it and the reason why you know, some of us lost it is because we didn't, we did appreciate it when we had it. We just didn't stay focused to realize, you know, so some of us had to go through some things so that now when we stay focused, uh, well, now when we rebuild, we're going to stay focused and we're going to make sure that uh, when we get it this time around, 
it's gonna stay there. And when we get it, we gonna make sure that the circle that we have is right. I mean, cause I mean, I went through some things in credit repair this year alone. I launched the project at the beginning of the year when I started saying, hey, I'm gonna share my business with a lot of people. The problem is um, sometimes, you know, that can cause you to bring the wrong people in. Um, and in my case, I mean, it hit me for a million dollars in a fine. I had to sell it for 300 grand. But if I had not went through that, um, I would have been stuck or enslaved into an industry and not realize my worth. And I mean, we've never done $4 million in one year in credit repair, right? But the crazy thing about it is just last week, I got a, what, 30 something thousand dollar a month contract, right? And then now a couple weeks before that, I got a $40,000 a month contract just with systems. 10 of those systems will put me at literally, you know, maybe four or $500,000 a month just in contracts dealing with eight to 10 companies and something I could have never did with credit. So when I say you have to go through some things to like find where you're gonna go, um, you do, you have to, right? Everything is not gonna be cookie cutter. You can follow me, you can follow all the successful people, but then when you get hit and you're not learning anything from failures, the problem is, is you're not gonna know how to get off it. So when you're going through struggles and when you're going through problems, you're, gotta, you're, going, you're only going through them so that you can be able to be positioned to have the solution for the people that's gonna help you. Sometimes we're not looking at it when God, well, we think God is punishing us, but what he's doing is he's throwing a million dollars at us. When we lose everything, we don't look at it as like, man, I just lost this to gain a million dollars. We look at it as like, man, I'm struggling. Instead of saying, man, let me go through this. Let me ride the wave of the trial and then let me create a solution for it so that I can prevent thousands of people from going through the same problem. And then therefore, boom, what if you can help a thousand people solve a problem at a thousand dollars that they could have never solved without you going through what you went through? And that's a million dollars right there. So, you know, um, just make sure that you don't try to get your way out or avoid the problem um, and focus on asking for more problems so that when you can provide a solution to it or create the solution to it, therefore, that's going to make you more valuable to whoever you're trying to create or provide a solution to. So that's why even like the automated systems that we have, people try to duplicate them. I mean, I had this girl like literally take them all um, and then try to resell them and then, you know, have begging people to go into groups and say she's the golden automation but the reality is she was in my inbox and grabbed them but we still you know we we pretty much create five to ten you know accounts a day and the thing is is you have to go through certain things like that though right people are going to copy you people are going to do all of that um but all you got to do is uh when the reason why people come and get the systems is because the system was built through our trials it was built through clients leaving it was built through a lot of different things it was actually built it wasn't content that we grabbed off of line and offline and say here's your automation it was from no our clients are counseling hey our clients are doing this our clients need updates here so that when we built it out and then map popped it into your system it was from experience and that's why it grew and then that's why you know that's what happened to the other person of you know they can't update and fulfill what's going on because it was built from a copy and it wasn't built from the original meaning no substance behind it which means it can't be fixed so when you do something when you build something you're building it from your solution nobody can ever copy that Nobody can ever duplicate that because those are your problems that you had to go through. And instead of thanking God for those problems um, that, that, that can now be used to solve a problem, you need to start saying, man, I know you're not punishing me, but thank you for using me and giving me that problem so that now that I can go and help the world, now I can go solve the problems from other people. So let me get in here and get my hair cut. I'll catch you guys later. 
Um, he out here looking at me now. It's one o'clock and I'm late. All right, I'll see y'all.